Yes, team, how are we? Welcome back to another episode of the High Performance Coach Podcast. I am just back from an incredible weekend in the west coast of Scotland, supporting one of our coaches, Christian, through his first ever extreme triathlon, the Keltman, which was in Torridon, uh, which was a truly incredible uh, event and experience and something that's so unique and something that I've never been and or experienced before. I've obviously been to previous Ironman events, etc., but this one was just completely different and just so incredibly special. And not only that, when you just see the participants on the start line, you just appreciate and respect the time, the effort, the energy, the compromise, the sacrifice that they've had to make, uh, even just to get to that point, which leaves you feeling unbelievably inspired and uh, just with this desire to want to be able to go home and go and get after it. And not only that, um, one of the highlights for me was we're around seven to eight kilometers from the end. I wasn't participating. I was just simply supporting, but you had the opportunity to run uh, with your athlete uh, through the marathon because it's such a, a monumental event. And uh, because of the terrain and the marathon being around the mountain, uh, just obviously having support when somebody's done a three and a half K swim and 125 mile bike uh, is pretty important. Uh, we were striding past uh, two guys and Christian started a conversation with them and uh, the guy basically communicated that he was 67 years old and he wanted to be in his prime for when he was 70. Now, bear in mind, this is a 3.4 kilometer swim in jellyfish infested waters, 125 mile bike ride around some uh, pretty hefty Scottish uh, highland uh, along with uh, a pretty strong headwind and then a marathon around uh, a Monroe. Um, or around a mountain, sorry, um, just that level of mentality, um, I thought was just absolutely incredible. I was in awe of it and uh, truly inspirational. And uh, that that kind of strong stride that we had, which was uh, a walking pace, slowly turned into uh, a slow jog, which then slowly turned into a slightly faster jog uh, off the back of that conversation. And the last like seven to 8K uh, was just absolutely unbelievable. And again, like for me, I was just completely, completely blown away and so unbelievably inspired by um like his mentality more so than anything else and uh yeah i hope that's uh, going to be me uh when i'm 67 having the desire the drive and the willing and want to still be in my prime by the time i'm 70 so uh that was truly an incredible experience and christian uh, also absolutely smashed it so uh yeah a great event and one that i definitely recommend that you go and uh look up and uh, search on youtube because it's yeah something else i was then up First thing Sunday morning to drive four hours back down the road to support Leanne in her local uh, gym fitness competition, uh, which she looked unbelievably strong within and uh, even uh, from an aerobic perspective as well, uh, looking incredibly fit. She had struggled with some injuries uh, over the course of the back end of last year, preparing for a marathon. So uh, to see her doing some incredible things, smashing some PBs was absolutely brilliant. And not only that, um, was nice for me to be a spectator for once she has spent so much of her life running around after me uh doing all these different crazy events and competitions so it was nice to uh, go back and actually stand with lola and just watch from the sidelines and be a supporter and now uh, we've both entered the malaga marathon uh, on the 10th of december she's going to be looking to push her first ever marathon and is going to be attempting to obviously run a four hours and i'm going to be attempting to run a sub 250 marathon um i went three hours and 40 seconds in lisbon around a two hour 59 and uh, 21 seconds in training, which then was shortly followed by me passing out and uh, having to get some very kind people to feed me an emergency twirl and drive me home as uh, I was starting to have a hypo. Uh, 
which uh, both Leanne and my mum were not happy about because, uh, yeah, probably wasn't the wisest decision. Absolutely going all gun ho um and uh not having enough fuel on me but there we go some lessons have got to be experienced to be understood and uh, i absolutely love when we both have something to work towards together because i think from uh, an accountability perspective is great and uh yeah just love obviously sharing experiences uh with her which will be awesome and not only that one of our favorite things to do is on a saturday morning get up and run that's not the favorite bit it's the coffee and the croissant uh that we have afterwards and then obviously just enjoy a saturday afternoon to go and walk the dog and take it easy and just do some fun things so uh very much looking forward to that over the next six months and then i've got my biggest physical challenge to date booked in for september 2024 which i will uh reveal over the coming months but uh it's certainly going to be something that's going to be monstrous and it's going to present a whole host of differing challenges uh lessons and uh, also incredible opportunities and also uh, an abundance of fun as well which is going to be brilliant so looking forward to uh, revealing that and documenting that in good time but uh let's get into today and the actual thing that i really wanted to deliver a podcast on and this was something that i spoke to the coach is about on Monday, and there's going to be three questions that I want to ask you first and foremost, and that is, why do you do what you do? Why do you do what you do? Second thing, why do you do? Why do you do? Why do you say that you will do some things and you follow through? You do them regardless. They are always on the to-do list. You always get them boxed off, and you just now know that that is just a non-negotiable that happens every single day. And then why do you say that you will do some things, but you never do it. The things that are on the to-do list that you just keep putting off, you just keep kicking the can down the road. There's resistance to it. And I want you to write a list of the three things that you say that you do and you follow through on. And also then three things that you say that you're going to do, but you now never do it. And I want you to then understand what is the difference? Why do I do those things? And why don't I do those things? What is it about those things that allows me to like complete action and implement? And what is it about those things that I don't do? What is the resistance? What is it that holds me back? And there's obviously going to be a whole host of different reasons as to why that now may be. That can come back down to obviously your values. That can come back down to your vision. That can come back down to raising intention and necessity around the action. It can come back down to there's not enough urgency um, for you to now be to take action on that and or you're not going to see an immediate return on investment, et cetera. Um, also, sometimes it can be you going in uh, the words of Ben Leader, our compassion king, and going hyper green whereby you just go back to and you default and you um, always uh, fall back into the things that now feel most comfortable to you. And quite often that can be training. Training more can be something that can be quite easy for uh, coaches to go back into to stop them from then having to do the other things that may potentially uh, bring a degree of resistance around. That could also be, you know, coaching and connecting with clients and then not doing things like putting yourself out on social media, talking on camera, uh, managing your financials, speaking to that accountant, having that difficult conversation might be the lead magnet you're looking to facilitate, might be the systems or processes that you're looking to build, might be changing that niche, it might be ringing that family member, it might be going out with that friend, whatever it now might be. So often it can be easier for us to now be able to avoid doing the thing by going and doing more of the thing that we now feel comfortable with. And then we convince ourselves that we're now doing enough. Uh, and so often what happens is the stuff that we're now putting off is not immediate. It's not going to give us a direct return on investment. And quite often there can be resistance around that because it requires you to do the work. It requires you to have delayed gratification. And 
one thing that I shared with the coaches a couple of weeks ago is your current situation is a direct reflection on your previous behaviors, not your current behaviors. But then what happens is if we're not where we want to be and or there's some challenge and or we're having a difficult period, we can quite often think, well, what am I not doing? What am I missing? And then all of a sudden we start to look through this reactive emotional lens. We then start making decisions and taking actions that we now know aren't in alignment with what we know that we need to be doing, but we just go into emergency mode. And therefore, all of a sudden, we're just trying to put a plaster on a wound and we're not actually thinking strategically. We're operating from emotion and not logic. Um, and therefore, that creates a degree of volatility and then the cycle continues. Instead of actually now realizing, well, actually, where I'm going to be in three months' time is going to be a direct reflection on the actions and the behaviors that I embody now, today. And whilst I'm not going to see a direct return on investment, it's in alignment with where I want to go, what I want to build, what I want to create, where I now want to take myself. And just now being able to have that patience um, is going to be absolutely key. So raising awareness around those two questions, I think, can be incredibly powerful. And then three other things for you to now be able to consider when you're thinking about, like, why do I do those things and why don't I do those things? Will be understanding the patterns of physiology. When you do those things, how are you currently using your body? Where's your breath? Where's your posture? Where's your energy? And when you're not doing those things, where's your body? Where's your breath? Where's your posture? Where's your energy? Where's your physiology? Because we have the power to now be able to raise intention and move emotion and generate energy through the actions that we now take and understanding, right? okay, how can I now start to work more with my physiology rather than against it? That's always going to be one element and one thing that we can now start to explore and understand. And therefore, the things that we resist, therefore, the things that we're not doing, how can we start to place those around points and times whereby we can actually now use physiology to our advantage to be able to give us that intention, which can then help us um, really go and do the thing, which can be key. The second thing is the pattern of focused. Whatever you focus on, you feel. And consistent focus equals consistent feelings. So what are you currently focusing on? Where is your energy currently going? Are you now focusing on where you're not, what you haven't yet accomplished, what you haven't yet achieved? Are you focusing on where everybody else is? Are you spending too much time watching everybody else? Are you spending too much time focused on where you used to be instead of where you are right now? And understanding that for us, it's now going to come back down to you being able to narrow in that focus and being able to really raise necessity. Once again, as to why this is now important to me, how can I now remove distractions? And what are the consequences of me now not taking action and following through on this thing? And why is doing this thing now important to me? And then number three, your patterns of language. As soon as we put words to an experience, it changes the meaning of those experiences. So often we can be uh, easy for us to get caught up in like, I'm not good enough, I can't do that. Or like, um. I don't have the confidence to do that. Or this is hard. This is challenging. Insert whatever language that you now use that may potentially be uh, negative. Instead of actually starting to look at where's the opportunity within this? How am I growing through this? How am I getting better from this? What is this teaching me? What is this giving me? I get to do this. How is this serving me moving forwards? So instead of have to, get to, want to. And being able to understand and recognize the language that you now use around certain um, things and action to behaviors are going to be so integral to raising state, raising energy, raising intention, and the momentum that we now have the ability to build. So understanding where can I now grow? How is this uh, supporting me? What is this teaching me? What is this giving me? And is that difficult? Yeah, absolutely at points. But if we can start to change that language pattern, then that can be so incredibly powerful in terms of 
regulating emotions, you'll have a greater degree of bounce back ability. So coming back from um, challenges or stressful uh, moments in your day, which are going to happen because it doesn't get any easier. You just get better. And there's always going to be constant, consistent work. There's always going to be uncertainty and there's now always going to be challenge, but it's going to come back down to, again, like what we now do in terms of our language, our focus, moving our physiology, raising intention, necessity around what and where am I now going? Why is this important to me? Uh, which is going to be absolutely key. And this is something I took from uh, Tony Robbins. If you're unhappy in any area of your life, is it your life conditions that need to change or is it the blueprint that needs to change? Our blueprint is what we now believe and or feel and or see that we um, need to be living in terms of what our life should now look like. Our life conditions are our current conditions that we now live within. And so often we focus on where we're not um, and what we haven't yet achieved and or we're creating a blueprint that actually now isn't in alignment with what we really want and what success in our rich life now means because we're caught up in all the things that we think that we should want. And this is something that I've um, fallen um victim to previously. Um, and even right now, it's easy to sometimes get caught up on chasing a thing or working towards something because um, you think that it's going to instead of actually now starting to look at, right, okay, what do I really want? What does success now mean to me? What are my values? Am I now living within those values? And right now, am I in the gap or am I in the game? Because we can so often focus on where we're not instead of where we are, and then that leads to procrastination, leads to uh, doubt, leads to overwhelm. Instead of starting to look at my current life conditions, what's the next action that I can take? What's the next thing that I can do? How can I now start to raise and elevate my standards, not just my expectations? And how can I now start to behave my way to those feelings, to success, to where I want to be? And what can I now control, which is going to be absolutely key? So right now it's asking yourself, like, is my blueprint misaligned? And actually I'm chasing something that I think that I want, but I don't really want that. And or I've been uh, led to believe that that's what I should want, but actually I don't because I think it's going to make me, again, I'll use myself like happier, uh, accepted, loved, whatever. Or is it now the life conditions? I need to raise and elevate my standards. I actually need to really look at my behaviors and I need to spend less time in the gap and I need to now spend more time in the game. So I hope that's been useful and I hope that's given you a little insight. Uh, it's something that obviously uh, myself, when I go through this questioning, I didn't come up with this. This has come from somewhere else. But it just allows you to realize, well, yeah, why do I do things and follow through? And then why do I say that I'm going to do some things and I don't follow through? Where's the resistance? What's the barrier? What's stopping me? What's holding me back? And then what can I now start to do to really elevate that so that I can now give myself the opportunity that I'm aligning myself to where I now want to be so that in three, six months, 12 months time, whatever, I now know it's the behaviors that I'm now taking today that are now allow me to be in that position then not waiting until I get to that point because so often the things that we put off are the things that we now know we're not going to necessarily see an instant return and investment on, but it's that patience, that delayed gratification, and also that confidence and that clarity around where you're going and why this is now important to me and what's the consequence of not doing that, uh, which is going to be absolutely key. So if you found this podcast beneficial, insightful, useful, I would absolutely love to know. Um, I would also love for you to now be able to share this with another coach um, if you now believe it's going to benefit them in any way, shape, or form. Aside from that, have an incredible morning, afternoon, evening, whatever you're up to. And I look forward to catching up with you very, very soon.